My next guest has become a very close personal friend. He helped me get to Florida. <laughs> he helped my son out, Gabriel, with uh, something at his school. He's a Brown graduate, and I really want my daughter Ava to go to Brown, but I doubt she's going to go there. He's the best doctor on television, a big star at Fox News for many, many years. My friend, Dr. Mark Siegel. Siegel, good morning, pal. How are you? Sid, your, your daughter's tremendous. Let's uh, let's hope. Uh, you know, she's she's a chip off the old block. I mean, I mean her mother, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh. We're, we're 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 wishing Bernie the best, and and he knows he can always call me. I I, I really am hoping. And, and praying for him every day. Uh, and it's great to be on with you. It's great to have you, too. And uh, Bernie gets all your messages, and uh, you're sincere about that. You're a good person. That's what I know about you, Mark. I, I've only got to know you well the last couple of months, thanks to John Katz and Matides, but you are legitimately a good person, not just a great doctor, a TV personality. You actually do care. So uh, thank you for that. Let me get to Omicron right away. Uh, We've got to get to this. I, I, I don't know... What the hell is going on? I don't know why we're still even covering it. Somebody said to me yesterday, you know, Sid, it's over. We're finished. We're the peak is done. We're done with Omicron. Uh, why Why is it that uh, people say that to me, and yet I watch some of the news media, and they say things like, oh, ho, ho, not even close to being done. we got some real issues down the road. What's the real answer? Well, the first part you already guessed, which is there's a political uh, battle going on. And I, I, I truly believe, and this is this is very, uh, you know, very concerning and and, uh, and and naive for people not to realize that some people, even those in the White House, are busy flogging the same pony here because they don't have any other way to get your attention, and it's constricting. It's it's a loss of freedom. It's a loss of choice. It's to say if you don't do it my way. Well, we did it your way, and, and many did it your way, and it didn't work. It did it. It's almost a million cases a day still. So the science is being thrown under the bus to the politics. Now, what is the science? The science is that it definitely has peaked. I think it's very likely that all of the people that have gotten infected, and it's mostly mild but not mild if you're in a high-risk group, are going to lead to a much diminished situation in the spring. I don't like fear politics. I don't like when fear is used to control people, and that's what's going on here. And by the way, what is this about a 400 million mask giveaway? I mean, masks are raining from the sky now. <laughs> masks know. are arriving at your door. <laughs> yeah. I mean, N95 masks that I use in the doctor's office that you can't use on the street, by the way, because they'll mummify you, the, those those. Bands that go around your head, let me tell you, they crease your face. Can you imagine an 11-year-old wearing this mask? No, no. I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I was watching Sean Spicer's TV show on Newsmax yesterday. He's going to join me at 925. In the last segment he did with Lindsey Keith, he talked about the masks that people are buying that are made, by the way, in China. Yes, the same country that unleashed this deadly virus on the United States are making the masks that you morons here in America are buying. So you're paying them back for killing our loved ones. And, the, and, that, and that's absolutely true. I think what, what, what we're talking about here in the first couple of minutes is an inability to live with something. And it's because the government is using fear to stoke the problem. What is it? It's a virus. It, it's a virus that's mild most of the time. It's a virus that the vaccine works pretty well against, by the way. It's a virus we have treatments for, but we can't get. It's a virus that we have testing for, but we can't get. It's a virus that masks don't work very well against, especially one that's spreading this easily. 
So masks are all we hear about. That's it. Doesn't that sound like the federal government? <laughs> it does. I have to tell you that uh, our friend, our mutual friend, John Katsimatidis, on his terrific show, Cats at Night, 5 p.m. every weekday afternoon, he had Anthony Fauci on. Okay? In fact, if you go to our website, wabcradio.com, wabcradio.com, you can go back and listen to that conversation with John Katsimatidis and Fauci and leave your comments. Uh, I actually urge you to leave your comments about uh, what uh, Fauci had to say. And I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago who said one of the ways that Joe Biden, one of the ways that Joe Biden can gain some respect from the opposition, even if he was if he would fire Anthony Fauci. And I know a lot of you guys like you and Nicole, you don't like doing that, talking badly about Fauci because he's kind of in your realm. But the truth is, he's a lion snake. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I, I would like to put it this way. I don't know where this virus came from, and I don't like that the NIH was backing the gain-of-function type research where viruses are manipulated to see what their potential is. And I'm still very suspicious that something like this, which flew up out of nowhere, because I have spent my entire career studying species barriers. What do I mean? Why viruses don't do what this one just did. How did this one do this so suddenly, spread asymptomatically, go from bats to humans and affect millions and millions of humans? Sounds like a sci-fi movie, doesn't it? Well, when it sounds like a sci-fi movie, I'm suspicious of laboratory origins. And I don't think that the NIH has taken seriously enough the following thing, which is you can't really trust what scientists are doing in China, not because you don't like them, not because they're not real scientists, but because the Chinese Communist Party may be right. threatening them or telling them what to do. I think that that's been swept under the rug. That's what I'm most disappointed in. Second thing, and I know Fauci well, by the way, and I've interviewed him multiple times, and I have a lot of respect for him. But I think that the public health pronouncements are outside his realm. I think he's really phenomenal on viruses and vaccines, but lockdowns, not so much. Closures, not so much. Masks, not so much. Now, no, nobody's good on masks. I'm, t- I'm telling you, Sid, the mask thing is a mummification. I'm not against masks either, but the, but the, but the, the, the sage people nodding their heads, masks are preventing spread, is, is really nothing that's been studied properly. So I, I think that the issue with Fauci is, one, where did this virus come from, and two, going outside your realm into the issue of public health. Tremendous damage has been done with all these restrictions and lockdown. The whole society is depressed. People turning to drugs and alcohol. Where You know, they're going to try to close the schools again. Yeah. Businesses closed. You know, the economic fallout from this, we're just beginning to see. You know, let's let's keep let's take money out of the treasury and keep giving it to people who are no longer working, right? That's a, that's the solution. Yeah, that's that is basically the incentive not to work in this country. The great Dr. Mark Siegel, Fox News contributor, big time doctor, most importantly my buddy. You know, I live uh, and by the way again, check out the John Katzenmatidis interview with Anthony Fauci wabcradio.com. It's a great conversation and Siegel's also interviewed him and so have I. Hey, uh, I live on the Upper West Side, so I walk over to Broadway yesterday to get a slice of pizza, Siegel, and I see like a line of old people I mean, all the way around the corner. Big line. I'm like, what are they doing? Middle of the afternoon. So it turns out that uh, Fat Rosie O'Donnell, her brother Danny O'Donnell, is a uh, he's an assemblyman or a councilman. He's something in my community. He serves politically on the Upper West Side, and he's a he's about as unlikable as his sister Rosie is, by the way. But his office his office was giving out free tests yesterday, free COVID tests. 
Now, what is this going? What's going? What, what is that all about? These are pre COVID tests, and can we trust these things? You know, the, the, the way you described that was so terrific. Thank you. And it reminded me of something I was thinking about all night, which is we love anything that's free in this Yes, country, right? we'll just take it. We don't care. We'll let me tell you something. I, 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 let me, let me prove it to you. I hate rice pudding, but I went to a restaurant in Fort Lauderdale about two weeks ago, and they gave rice pudding for dessert, and I had to eat it just because it was free. <laughs> There you go, because because we're Jewish, Sid. But, but I want to ask everybody online there. I'm going to ask everybody online. You got the test now. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? I mean, are you going to give it to someone else as a present? How do you know when to use it? And if you get a result, what is the result going to do? Because you don't have any treatments for it. So I, I think it's all about stoking up people's expectations that somehow this prop, and I call them fear props, are going to help you against COVID. Again, I'm for testing, but the whole way that that's been handled and mishandled takes away from what the actual use would be, which is if you actually think you're sick with this thing, call your doctor, then you want to have a test available. No. Oh, by the way, most importantly, those waiting online, coughing and sneezing on each other, spreading COVID. Yep. Oh, no doubt. And I saw a bunch of people actually doing that. They've got 16 masks on, but they're sneezing all over the place. So the big question now, Dr. Mark Siegel, is this. What happens First, what happens first? Is it over and we move on? Or since the original virus, we've seen Delta, we've seen Omicron. There's got to be a new one right around the corner. What happens first? This thing goes away or the next new variant becomes the next deadly sin in the United States? I have the answer for that. But if I get it right, can I have some of that rice pudding? (laughs) You got it. You can have the whole jug of it. It's all yours. So here's the answer. This thing is spreading so widely and it's moved in the milder direction that I am pretty convinced that this wave is going to is going to completely damp this down. It's not going to get rid of the virus, but it's going to change the game to one where it becomes more seasonal and recurrent the way flu does. And then once we get our treatments together and once we get a big overall vaccine, this vaccine is excellent, but we probably will have a different one that works a little more effectively against all variants. When we have that better vaccine, when we have and we can get people to take it, and we have the treatments, then you're really going to see it diminish greatly. It's heading there. Omicron is going to clear the path to a new reality, which is way closer to the older reality than the politicians are telling you. It's wow. time to exit the pandemic. That is great news. I mean, I got bad news for you. Your Knicks absolutely sucked. They lost two in a row. Minnesota calling Anthony Towns. They couldn't stop him. What's that all about? What do you think about Anthony Towns coming to New York? I mean, Randall looks pretty good against him, but, I mean, he, he wouldn't he change everything? If we get him here, with or without a mask, <laughs> Anthony Towns? <laughs> no, I'd love to have Towns here. He's a big he's a big guy. He's a big-time big man in the NBA. I'd love to have him here, but I don't know. You know, we all thought we, we added uh, Evan Fournier and Kemba Walker, and we won 40-plus last year. You and I were sitting there for the Pacer game. We're thinking playoffs, and right now the season ended today, 46 games in. The Knicks would not make the playoffs, so I don't know. I just, I just, I, I don't I got, know. I got to tell you, I got to tell you the good news. Keen Steakhouse, because you're so famous, Sid, yeah. they sent me two amazing T-bones in I saw the that. mail because we were there. So we have to do it again. We have to go to the Knicks again, win or lose. I would love to. I love spending time with you. That was a great steak dinner there at that steakhouse. The game was fun, and uh, you're always a great guest on this show. Honestly, you know we really mean that, me and Bernie. We both love you. So thank you for hopping on today. We'll talk again very, very soon, Siegel. Be well.
Thanks. Great to be on with you, Sid. Thanks for having me. You too. The great Dr. Mark Siegel, Fox News contributor, right here on the Burning and Sid in the Morning Show.